episode 29 empowerioils.com welcome to podcast 29 we're talking about the oil of integrity today the oil of integrity empower your oils it's essentially magic a podcast bringing play and magic together with a saucy twist hosted by gina garris and janet bergen This podcast will empower you to bring more play into your life, encourage you to experiment, and think outside the box to awaken the magic and bring your essential oil use to a whole new level. Oh, and we'll also be serving up some seriously delicious libations each episode. This podcast is powered by the use of doTERRA essential oils. Please empower yourself with your own research and knowledge. For more detailed information on how to properly use Juterra essential oils, visit EmpowerYourOils.com. Hey everyone, welcome. It's Gina. I'm here today to um, talk about the empowerment of coriander, the essential oil coriander, which is the oil of integrity. And it's really fun because I hate cilantro, which a lot of you know, if you know me very well and you've listened to our pod. And coriander is um, from the same plant, but it's the seeds, not the, not the leaves. And so that's kind of fascinating that I, I have some enjoyment. I definitely don't have a deep hatred for this oil. I actually have some enjoyment and pleasure in this oil. And my favorite way to use it, which I'm just bumping ahead, is to use it in a sugar rim, which is what I'm doing on a strawberry daiquiri. So that is my libation, and I don't even have a fun name for it. I'm going to have 25 minutes to figure out what my fun name is for my libation. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. What are you drinking, Janet? (laughs) Well, I'm having a unique mojito, and I'm also having the coriander sugar rim because it sounded really good. Oh my God, can we call it a Unico-ito? 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 No, sorry, I'll be done. Here we go, going down these little tangents of personal um, personal jokes. Hope you followed along on that one. <laughs> so I've, it's made, it's not really like a mojito at all. It's unique. Why it's unique, but it's got <laughs> juice and maple syrup and some a little bit of sugar, simple syrup. And um, a drop of coriander and a drop of peppermint. Oh, pretty good! Wow, that sounds fascinating. Is it yummy? It's pretty good. It started out with no peppermint in it, but I couldn't really get past that it wasn't a mojito without peppermint or something in it. Yeah, so you went and added some. So I went and added some, and I like it better. Oh, great! Awesome. And I really love the sugar rim. Yeah, it's pretty yummy. It's really my favorite favorite use. I when I first started I'm trying to remember how I started doing the sugar rims. I think a friend um asked me to help with her wedding and I ended up making lavender chocolate strawberries, lavender chocolate covered strawberries and um something else and then I made a bunch of these Uh, Oh, I did my famous, uh, infamous, famous, I don't know which one, uh, vanilla lime sugar rim, and I did a ginger sugar rim and a coriander sugar rim, and the coriander sugar rim was just a hit, and she had had strawberry margaritas that day, and so that was just fun. It was fun. 
So ever since then, it's just like I eat it all. That's what I love. I, I'll just, and I can even just roll strawberries in into coriander sugar. So I just keep a little, and then it's all, it's fun for all sorts of stuff. It is. And actually, um, we were talking about how I didn't, you yeah, always have our little form with what our favorite use is on it. And I didn't have one for this one. I was like, I don't think I've ever had coriander. And I was like, so I'm just going to lie about it because it is the uh, podcast about integrity. So I think I would lie about it. But in the end, I didn't have to because. <laughs> You're hilarious, Janet. Um, we started talking about one time we'd make chocolate truffles and we'd put slim and sassy in them. I know. Slim and sassy and chocolate truffles don't seem to go together either. <laughs> it's the same thing we do with like the syndicrin oil and alcohol. True. I, yeah. I like to have that dichotomy of, you know, things that should, don't go together, should go together. Exactly. And so we made those and then we rolled them in um, the coriander sugar and it was fabulous. They were like really addicting. I was like, oh, this seems so weird, but I really want to eat more of them. <laughs> Maybe we call them not so slim and sassy after all. <laughs> How funny. They may not be slim, but they're sassy. Exactly. Ooh. Just sass. I like that. That's my, that's my favorite. That was, I remember I remember that night. They were so yummy. So that's my favorite use. And now I really want those things again. <laughs> I may have to go make some later. Well, if you do, you should post the, um, I'll invite you to post the oh. recipe on the podcast because right. it was so, it was so good. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. You want to do the oated, the oil fact of the day? <laughs> Okay. I, you know me. I don't really like that oated thing. Just, I know. It's hilarious. I just say it to piss you off. I know. It works. Mm -hmm. um, so um, the Egyptians used to call coriander the spice of happiness. Mm -hmm. Thought to be an aphrodisiac. Yay. Especially if when, when it's like coriander sugar, it really does make you happy. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I think that's kind of cool. The spice of happiness. I love that. I love that. And isn't that interesting? Like it's the oil of integrity and the spice of happiness. It makes me wonder if at the core, if we were all living like, so the negative emotions that coriander uses is controlled by others, self-betrayal, drudgery, and conforming. So if we were not living, being controlled by others, if we were not self-betraying, if we were not living in drudgery and if we were not conforming, would we just freaking be so happy? Would we not be the epitome of the spice of happiness? Yes. I think so too. I think that should be all of our goals in life to be true to ourselves and yeah. be happy. Know who you are. Know who you are. So this is a really powerful oil, the oil of integrity. Um, and integrity, gosh, in and of itself, I think Jan and I have been this whole month go been going back and forth and like, what is authenticity? What is integrity? What is your true self? What is this? What is that? Just questioning, questioning and being um, not bombarded, but cu being curious about people judging us or judging the pod or our, ourselves judging ourselves. I know I got a little judgmental with myself when we did the Zendocrine oil thing because we're like using this detoxing oil and then mixing it with alcoholic libations and and so, yeah, integrity is, yeah, just right in line with this month. 
of being true and trying to figure out who we are. And then living that way. And then living that way. Right? It's not like journaling about it and being like, I am this, and then being amnesiac when you leave the house. Which is so easy to do. It's easy to think, oh, I'm going to meditate on this, and then I'm going to f- discover that, oh, I, this, this is my true self. And the minute I walk outside, I'm like, wait, who am I again? I love <laughs> I <have> this. No <laughs> idea. <laughs> I'm going to read this paragraph from our, our Bible, the Emotions and Essential Oil book. Uh, you can get it at enlightenedhealing.com. Who does not sponsor us, but we love this book so much. Um, I'm just going to read from it because this paragraph is so, so amazing. Coriander moves the individual from doing things for the acceptance of others to honoring and living from the true self. There are as many ways of being as there are people in the world. Each soul must learn its own way of living and being. Coriander gives us the courage to step out of the quote-unquote box and risk being who one really is. I love that section that says there are as many ways of being as there are people in the world. So true. So true. And we are always trying to box people into certain categories of some sort. Or box ourselves into some sort of category. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, even like the archetype, like what does it mean to be a mom? Like I have to show up the certain way as a mom or as a sister or as a something. Or as a daughter. Right. These things are acceptable. <laughs> These things are not. And we always want to put people in categories so we can figure them out, I think. And so we're always putting ourselves in categories too. And isn't that funny when you think about it? Like when people try and figure me out, I'm like, have fun with that because I can't even freaking figure myself out. Like what a, what a waste of someone's energy really to try and really figure someone out when we're human and I don't know it's just kind of a funny thing when you said that I was just like wow that's um who do we even think we are to think that we can figure someone out I don't know but it's you know I think it's what we do all the time I think and partly I think it's because we're trying to figure ourselves out I mean I always think about like on Facebook like all of my friends are always taking all these quizzes to tell you who you are. It's like, I love them. I think they're so much fun. And I think it's always funny because it always tells me the exact same thing. I don't know why I continue to take the quizzes because I know all these different things about me. You know, it always says, oh, you're creative. Yeah, I know that. (laughs) Do I just take it to have to be reminded of that every day or what? Well, why do you take it? I don't know. I'm curious, I guess. Well, I always say I'm insatiably curious. I, I am, I love being curious. I suppose that's a, not a bad thing. Do you think if one says, if one turns up and says you're not creative though, what are you going to do? Oh, I don't know. Take it again. <laughs> Try and manipulate the answer <laughs> to be the one that you want. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe Can't you- not. It's, I just think it's interesting to myself that I, I'm always wanting to find out all these different ways, even, you know, strengths finders and different archetypes and all these things to see where they all fit together or something. I don't know why I always want to take quizzes and find out new ways to figure out myself. 
Well, I think it's your input. What I do love is that you don't, I mean, creative is such an interesting space. Like we know you're creative. I'm pretty sure pretty much anyone who knows you knows that you're creative. And though, what is, I mean, that has so many levels that it could Mm -hmm. mean. Are you creative in just artsy fartsy? Are you creative in the kitchen? Are you not creative in the kitchen? Are you like, you know, the word creative can almost taint you in a, in a way that say that, um, you, you couldn't be one way because, because you're creative. I don't know. It's so, so funny. I hate labels. Labels like just piss me off. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, you know, and that's always the easiest thing for me to say is I'm creative because that's just an easy thing that people understand sort of what that is. Yeah, for sure. I love it. And, and, you know, and maybe the thing is I should be thinking about where I'm not creative in my life and why am I not creative in that way? But is it bad to not be creative? It's not. I don't know. Yeah. So there's another line in here. Often the mind's perspective of the quote unquote right way is too limited and seen from only one perspective. So coriander reminds individuals that there is more than one way to do something and that fitting in often requires betraying the true self. I love that part. Like how that goes back to black pepper and the oil of unmasking. Like how often do we put a mask on to fit in? But that fitting in is actually betraying who we are. Yep. It's crazy. Why do we all do that? And I know we all do that. Well, not all. All is a really big word. And I think it comes down to like make wanting to make people like us. <laughs> we want to be liked. And so if we decide that, you know, well, they're not going to like me because I have purple hair at this certain place. So I'm going to wear a hat so they can see my purple hair or something, you know, it's, and it is betraying yourself because, you know, who fucking cares if they don't like me if I have purple hair, whatever. (laughs) And especially if you love that purple hair. Yeah. Right. And then they're not, so they're not your people. So move on. Yeah. The mantra is next. Huh. Yeah, it's big. I think sometimes the word integrity for me is um, like pressure. There's a there's an there's a little bit of an element of pressure to, and you know, I can be some semantically psychotic. Like I, I can sometimes get really wrapped up into what a word means but sometimes I feel the pressure of just the word integrity to show up to actually show up a certain way which isn't necessarily my way does that make sense yes yeah and I to me the word integrity makes me feel all fearful or something because it's like integrity means black and white You know, like it's either got to be this way or this way. And to me, that's very scary because I think there's, everything's gray (laughs) in between. There's always a little bit of, I don't, you know, and and, uh, integrity means like it brings back like this fear of somebody telling me what to do or something that I realized that integrity means me telling me what to do. (laughs) Well, what's interesting, I just looked up, Mr. Webster says that the the integrity the first definition is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles and moral uprightness. So to me, 
Like I never doubted his integrity. He's known as a man of integrity. I wonder if there's a space that I feel boxed in almost. Are you there? Uh Oh God, this is so weird. My computer. I just was like, I didn't see you. I was like, are you there, Janet? Because I switched over to find the integrity. The moral thing, I wonder if it's like I have to live up to someone else's morals. Because like my morals, I mean, I'm a non-monogamous person. Like just that in general is so not the norm of people's like livelihoods that if I'm not living up to someone else's integrity, then does that make me any, any less than... Right. You see what I'm saying? Like that whole moral thing. I think that's a thing that, that might freak me out a little bit. I think that's kind of what I was trying to say with the black and white thing. Like integrity means like, yeah, living up to someone else's standards or something. Mm. And these very strict standards of the way things should be. And I kind of rail against that. I know I really hate to have people tell me what to do. And so I, I think I'm in the same place with that. It's, it brings up lots of extra emotion or something or triggers for me. Yeah, which means like you and I have some shit to do there. We have some shit to look into and to clear up, right? Like if you yeah. think about it, if yeah. we're just getting triggered by the word integrity and the definition of integrity, when you and I are both are so much about be true to you, step out of the box, <laughs> we're not for everyone and that's okay. Use your inner guidance, be unique. Like we are all over the ownership of what this oil is all about. Yet there's something deeper for both of us. Like, I wonder if it's the space of where we're not, we are so not living in our own integrity that we get triggered by other people living in their integrity. Maybe. Yeah. That's kind of an interesting thing. Okay. So here you go. We we're being really real. And, um, Yep, here we are. <laughs> here, here we are, real people. <laughs> Moving through their shit or talking about it. I like to say on national TV, even though we're just on the... We aren't even on the radio. What? What? Can you give me a new term say instead of... We're on the... World Wide Web. World Wide Interwebs, yes. <laughs> the World Wide Interwebs. Anyway... All right. So let's move into, let's move into the ritual. So the ritual is kind of interesting. Like, I don't know if you guys are going to get this or not, or if you, if this is going to be, uh, make sense or awesome to you. But, uh, my whole thought is you need to be smelling coriander. So put it in your diffuser, um, add it to your wrist, do some inhalation. Um, it's really nice on the back of your neck for just some relaxation. If you have a candle, light a candle, really make this kind of, um, ritualistic and this is getting back into your body but without music so it's a space of can you i would suggest um standing but yeah i want you to be true to you so so true be true to you and this is really just inviting your body to feel your you your you-ness and so normally when i start i just start with my breath And then I really literally just allow my body to move. Like maybe it'll start spiraling a little bit. Maybe my 
maybe one arm will just start wanting to like my shoulder will start moving and then my arm and then maybe all of a sudden I'm going to be like growling like a monster. Maybe I'll then shake a little bit. Um, it's really like just <sighs> slowly moving in your own complete uniqueness and then responding like to that beauty and that power and again like one day you might laugh and then you might like just start screaming and kind of go into a little bit of a fit of rage and then you might be like I don't know you might just stand still and breathe and there's a space of just allowing your body to move you letting yeah just kind of like let it come from inside you without your head being involved and your brain telling you, oh, I should look like, I should look like a ballerina when I do this, or I should, you know, you know, just kind of like, just let your body go and yeah. let the rhythm move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, my invitation is to try it without music because sometimes in music, the rhythm does control us. And then I would say kind of an advanced practice of that is like put on your iPod or put on Pandora or something on 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 um, random because then you might get some song that you're like what in the shit I haven't heard this song in forever and then how does your body going to respond how is it going to move and then it, and it might be really slow and then you might go into like some I don't know random cowboy song that you had on your thing and then it might go into an R&B song or if you have time to play with it and you have some sort of a way to play random songs it's a really powerful way to see what comes out of your body. I know I did a temple night once with um, a friend and we actually had a playlist of, uh, we were playing with dark and light and we had like really light, like mantra, all heavenly love songs. And then we had kind of heavier dance music and we were doing light and dark and we did a light and a dark and a light and a dark and a light and a dark. And then it was fascinating to see how Evan responded to the dance. So anyway, that's what this is about. This is about get into your body and let your body just move. And you might find if you practice this a couple days in a row that the first day you do it, you're like, Gina, this is ridiculous. My body is not moving. And then I'd invite you to get out of your way and literally let just let your body have its way with you. Like let it just unfold and do what it wants to do. I like it. And I really like the idea of starting with no music at all, just to see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if you are so a person who's like, I don't understand, give me something else to do. I mean, maybe you start doing some cat cows. Maybe you start like doing neck rolls, doing something that you know that you can do and then getting out of your way and literally letting your body just lead. So yeah, that's it. This is, this is the oil of integrity. You getting to know who you are and getting to know your body and letting like just the exquisiteness of your expression come out in whatever way is perfect for you in that moment and in that day. Yeah. And I think it's great. I, I, as I'm sitting here watching me on the video, I cannot really sit still ever. I kind of wander back and forth and weave back and forth. But if you're somebody who can sit really still all the time, Maybe just move your fingers and see how that feels. Uh, yeah. Maybe just move one finger or wiggle your toes or something. 
yeah really really maybe drastic to you but you know just something to see how that feels i'm gonna move my big toes today <laughs> wiggle your big toe what movie is that from everyone <laughs> do you know what movie that's from i don't oh it's a tarantino one um i think it's from pulp fiction oh i guess pulp fiction yeah anyway okay gosh you guys i hope you love that one if you have questions if you need support please reach out find us um on facebook put your comments um tell us how this was for you this uh may be super simple for some people and this might be like i don't get it i need you guys to post a video or something and um feel free to ask us to do things like that because we'd be happy to so um, if you don't have coriander and you want it and you're not in doTERRA, please go to empoweryouroils.com. Please don't keep us a secret. Share this podcast with someone who you think might just freaking love it and find us on Facebook, find us on iTunes. Please give us some nice love and a couple of stars or five would be nice. And yeah, make sure you're we'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, be true to you. Be true to you. Yep, we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. One more. Bye. Please visit com for information on purchasing Deuterra essential oils to receive fun free downloads and even a variety of not so free products. If you love this podcast and you look forward to hearing more from us and possibly receiving more free goodies, please Please sign up for our smell mail. Hint, hint. That means sign up for our email list. We are not doctors, scientists, rocket scientists, or even bartenders. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Please use wisdom and consider all safety information from a competent reference book regarding essential oil use. There are some oils that should never be taken internally, and alcohol doesn't change that. Some oils should not be applied directly to the skin without a carrier oil. Ensure the oils you are using are of the highest standards of quality. Essential oils can be much more potent than herbs, so a little goes a long way. Use caution when using essential oils for babies and children as they have highly sensitive skin and require less oil. If you are pregnant or nursing, consult a licensed healthcare professional before applying essential oils. As always, drink responsibly and don't drive. If you happen to drink too much, try the hair of the dog or a shot of water with two drops of ginger, one drop each of lavender and lemon. Ciao.